Welcome, everybody, to Dark Insight. This is episode number 48 for March 3rd, 2017. I'm back. I'm your host. I'm Jeremy Greer. I am joined by the guy who just can't quit the podcast no matter what, Vader Van Oden, a.k.a. Charles yeah. Turner. How are you doing today, Charles? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Good. We also have a special guest today. It's one of uh, Charles' personal friends, if I'm to understand that correctly. Reagan, how are you today? Yeah, good, thanks. Welcome to the show. Thank you for guesting with us. Yeah, thanks for the invite. And uh, I can tell by your voice that you were definitely from Scotland. <laughs> Scotland, England, something like that. Mm, I'm about, about a couple of kilometers away from Charles. Okay, I don't know what kilometers are. I'm from the United States, so you're going to have to dumb that one down for yeah. me. He uses <laughs> a terrible imperial system, so it's, uh, it's, you have to forgive him for it. Just because it's different doesn't make it terrible, Vader. This is not how no, it, it works. Make it terrible. Uh, one and a half miles, Jeremy. You there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually know kilometers fairly well because all of our cars over here have like kilometers per hour and miles per hour, so that one's pretty easy for me. And because it makes nice. logical sense. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. you you say that, I've never seen any evidence of logical sense at all. Um, both of you guys are doing great today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How can we? How can we not with the Switch coming out? You know. That's right. Uh, this week, the big big news is Nintendo Switch released, and um, I have finally engaged in a, in a in a relationship with a woman, and I'm about to marry her in Stardew Valley. So we have two big topics to take care of this week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, first let's get our standard, uh, our traditional weather update out. And I guess this one's probably going to go pretty quick since you guys are, um, a couple of kilometers away, as you say, from one another. (laughs) What's the weather like over there, Vader? Um, it's, it's been quite good recently, but today is all overcast and uh, cloudy. Um, I'm quite high up in the hills and I'm pretty much in the clouds at the moment. Hmm. Uh, pretty much the same here. I think I'm a little lower down than Charles, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much what we're getting used to from this year's uh, summer, to be honest. Yep. Cool. Yeah. We actually finally got just, it was warm and warm and warm, and now it's finally starting to chill out. Like we're not, um, we just have not had an actual winter this year, which is kind of bizarre. Like right now, everything outside feels like it's springtime. Like it's a little chilly today, but like basically it's like early spring and it should not be early spring in Louisiana. It should definitely be <laughs> cold outside. We're our, killing the earth last, is what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah. Our last day of um, summer was our best day of summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> easily. We're, we're officially into autumn now here. Nice. Nice. I'll be looking forward to autumn this year because I'm sure that our summertime, which is always just horrendously hot is going to be even worse this year because yeah, like I said, we're, we're destroying the earth. So yay. <laughs> um, we have a pretty big show, but we have kind of a tight time limit. Uh, Charles has to run towards the end of this. So we're going to try to not breeze through stuff, but we're not going to have our normal listener feedback section. And we also kicked Brian Wade off the podcast because we know he takes too long to talk. He was supposed to be with us today. Uh, maybe possibly look forward to Brian Wade and another special guest next week, depending on how schedules work out. Before we get into the Switch, uh, let's just talk about some general games we've been playing. Uh, Reagan, do you have anything non-Switch that you want to talk about? Um, I've been playing a little bit of The Witcher 3 outside of the Switch. Okay. So I, I sort of came late to the party on that one. I put a few hours in and then got distracted by other massive open world games. Um, so I kind of got back into that. And that, that's a pretty damn good game. Ooh, man, it's massive too, isn't it? Like yeah. You just wander around that game for what feels like years. Yeah, and it sort of it's uh, it re- I I found out recently that it really relies on you reading a lot of the bestiary kind of uh, 
um, inputs as well. Mm-hmm. Like I was up against, uh, I think it was one of the, <laughs> like I said, I'm not firing, but it was up against one of the werewolves early on. Um, and I just, uh, I was definitely high level in it, but I just couldn't take off enough damage uh, faster than it was sort of giving itself back health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a matter of trying to figure out exactly, like go through the beastery, find out what I was doing wrong. And that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool for a game to actually rely on you to do that. Uh, and if you don't, it's just frustration. It makes you want to kill yourself. So <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, you can, uh, if you go into the beast area, it like, gives you um, what they're weak to and what they're strong mm. against and things like that. And like what, what kind of oils you should coach your sword with. And um, none of that matters for me because I'm a, I'm a weak man, baby. And just moved all of the <laughs> combat sliders down to the easiest possible level because I hate the <laughs> right. combat in Witcher 3. I just cannot stand it. So. Yeah, yeah. the best combat. See, I, I didn't... I don't really read the bestiary that much, and I had the difficulty up on harder. I just kind of, I don't know, just cheese my way through it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I never really had too much trouble. Um, <laughs> Every that podcast really to have good, that yeah. guy, Invader's going to yeah, take the yeah, role yeah. of that guy now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. post on GameFAQs often, do you? That sounds like a GameFAQs <laughs> style of response. <laughs> no. Why don't you just get good, yeah, Reagan guy. and Jeremy, says Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one boss being terrible. I, I was down like a cave. It was when you're dealing with the that first kind of witch, you come across the blonde one. And oh, yeah, I got yeah. to a boss and you couldn't exit the cave because you're locked into it. And I had broken all my swords. And so it was like a, a 25 minute fight of just using my like my fire and then running away and then charging it and using my fire. It took forever. <laughs> Why do you <laughs> always get into those situations? You did the same thing with... Um... Yorm and Dark Souls 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Um, I actually did that same thing in the, um, what do you call it, the Painted World, and my first place were Dark Souls 1. I I went into there, and I hadn't bought the repair box for some stupid reason, and my sword broke that I was using, and so I had to actually, like, uh, find a new weapon, and, pr- yeah, Priscilla was very hard. <laughs> Should have just left. Shouldn't have aggroed her. <laughs> Reagan, I wouldn't uh, normally um, ask this because um, I actually, most of the times when a guest comes on the podcast, I already know them, but are, are you a Dark Souls fan? Um, I have had very little experience with Dark Souls. Uh, Charles has been trying to get me into it, and I did go through the first <laughs> couple of hours relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it all installed in PC with the um, higher yeah, res texture DS pack. And the, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. basically being able to play it like in 1440, which is really nice. Um, and I just got my ass handed to me. It was I, like in a, in a good way, in a good way. Like, uh, I enjoyed it. I'm a big um, Monster Hunter fan, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely feels like there's a lot of similarities in the play styles um, with having to worry about stamina and uh, heavy hits versus, you know, taking a bit more stamina away from you and rolls taking stamina away from you. So I was enjoying it, but I was also incredibly frustrated. I need to get back to it. Um, yes, and what was do. the what was the boss that I got up to before I, <laughs> before I died like 11 times? The Taurus Demon. Oh uh, yeah, the Taurus Demon. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So the next time I load it up, I'll be I'll have to try and take that guy on again. Yeah, Reagan, he he was streaming it, and I I think I don't think I came live. I think I watched it afterwards. Yeah, and I kind of while I was doing some other things, editing something, I was having it, watching it on the second screen, and it was um, very fun to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved when you climbed up onto like the tower with the Taurus Demon that it jumped up. I'm pretty sure that gave you a big surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was not expecting That's him to jump up. One, that yeah. Was, yeah. You're like, That's great. You're lining it up, lining it up, trying to do the jump attack, the plunge attack, and you're like, all right, all right, going to go, and then he just leaps up. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, 
<laughs> and then died yet again. Oh, I did like there's like some of the times you know that you just have to you just you're not meant to be there right now. Like I think it was one of the big uh, nights I think that I came across. I saw him with yep. his back to me down one of the hallways. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take this guy on. I don't think this is, I don't feel like I'm <laughs> good enough right now to be able to take this guy on. And I was right. Cause then after one of my other deaths, I was like, let's just see what he's going to do anyway. And I got destroyed. Yeah. That, that, yeah dude, that dude is you. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. I had a really good moment with that dude where uh, one of the first times I played it, I was like, okay, I'm going to aggro him. And then I'm just going to like draw him back to where like those three guys are uh, a little mm-hmm. bit up from him. And so I'll have like a plenty of area to run around and dodge and block and whatnot. And uh, got fairly close and was like, okay, I need to heal, but I can't. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run away and then I'm going to run back over to the ladder. I'm going to climb up the ladder and that'll give me plenty of time to like hang out and heal and like, you know, mm-hmm. get, get ready. Um, and as I was like healing and I think I was like, I'm going to take some time to menus to swap my weapon for some reason. I have no idea what I was doing. Had no idea that those guys could climb ladders. So all of a sudden it just comes up as you died while I'm in the menu and I'm like, what, 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 what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so yeah. Fun yeah, times. I don't know if I've seen one of them climb a ladder before. Yeah. They, they will, they will chase you up ladders. It's really, really fun. That's cool. Um, anything else? From you, Reagan, before we get into Switch stuff? Um, or Vader? Have you been playing anything? Um, uh, I still, the Call of Neo was still real, and so I still played some of that this week and last night after playing some Zelda. Um, well, we can talk about that a little bit, because uh, it's been a minute since I've been on the podcast. I took a couple of weeks off, and I've played Neo in the Interium. Oh, of course. You haven't really talked about it yet, have you? I haven't. I have not had a chance to. Um <clears throat> And I didn't I'll just to stress and everyone out here who ever people listening that saw my stream, that's literally the only thing I've played of Neo. So if you were watching that the whole time, then you know exactly what I where I got to. <laughs> um I really, really enjoyed what I've played of that game. It's um it's I I I think that game has been done a disservice by so many souls people calling it a souls like. Um yep. if you go into it just treating it pretty much like an action RPG game despite the this kind of similarities to dark souls as far as the camera angle and the stamina management um that it's not that game at all uh i'm very confused by a majority of the systems in that game uh <laughs> it's it's really really telling when uh, i was like killing somebody that came up and it's like you got a new title or something and I don't, I don't remember exactly the wording so forgive me and i was like okay cool and someone in my stream was like so if you go into a menu you can use that you got a point you can have like a passive buff and the passive buff was like you know find 10% more arrows or something. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Um, yep. And then um, a little bit later I get like another title and I was like, Oh, okay. I know what to do now. I'll just go into this menu. And I was like, but I don't see any points. And then somebody else in my stream was like, no, no, you have to hit R1 to go over to a whole different title screen. And somebody else was in my chat. He was like, I have 40 hours on this game. I had no idea that was there. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you? So there's, there's a lot of like really weird and optional stuff that's in there that I think is, is probably going to get in my way a little bit. But, um, I chose that really, really cool weapon that I can't pronounce. It's not the spear. It's not the ax. It's not the sword. It's the, the chain thing weapon. You, the chain. Yeah, yeah. The chain weapon. And, uh, that thing is just cool as hell. Like that thing is just so much fun. The, and as you play with it, um, as you use the weapon, like you upgrade the weapon, like you get additional skill points. And, uh, the first thing I did was get the scorpion, come here move. And the, I really like that because you can drag enemies to you and like combo them. And then I also yeah. really liked the first time I ran into, uh, is it yokai or yokai? Yokai, right? Yokai. 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 
Um, the first time I got to a yokai, uh, I tried doing it because I was like, I'm going to drag him here and like pull him off his feet or whatever. And uh, it totally didn't work. Like I, I landed it and then I got drugged to him because <laughs> he's so big. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was really, really cool. Like that was a that was a neat moment in like how the combat mechanics work. But I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to going back to it in 2019 when I have more time to play video <laughs> games. Um, yeah. Tell me about where, it. where are you at? Have you finished the game yet? No, I just, I, up until yesterday, I had, haven't had much time to play. Um, games have been quite busy, but um, I'm, I think I'm probably maybe halfway. It's hard to say. Um, I'm in the late in the third area, and I know there's at least five or six areas. So, um, yeah. And that's not the areas on the map that you see, Jeremy. That's actually, you actually leave that region and go to five other regions. Okay, so the, the, the game is and much more much bigger than I even even thought it was originally. It's, quite, it's very big. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got to a point where I'm reasonably powerful. Like it starts off, and the game is very difficult to begin with. But once you start learning some of these mechanics, like if you can get um, if you can get sets of armor, you get perks and bonuses. And so I've got the Warrior of the West, uh, which is one of the NPCs you meet reasonably early on. I've got his gear and I'm still using it because it just buffs my, my my attack quite drastically. I think I've got like a 30% damage bonus in total. Uh, and then I've got a sword that I've added on that damage, um, you know, mid, mid stance damage bonus of like 18% or something crazy. And so I'm just melting health of the enemies now. Uh, and it's become a lot more action-y than it was from the beginning. Did you see that um, video that was floating around Twitter of um like the, the juggling the juggling yeah the thousand hit combo or what have you like that thing was so <laughs> cool looking that was the first moment I was like okay this tells me more about Neo than anything that I've ever seen or heard from anybody else is the ability to like continually change your weapons and just keep an enemy in the air for you know combo after combo after combo like that's that's super cool and I don't think you could probably really pull that off outside of a uh, because I think that was in a dojo environment so it's probably some sort of like training session or whatever but that's still really really cool. Well, I, I don't know, because that was, um, I think that was one of the jewels that you have that if I saw it, I only saw it really briefly on my phone, so it was real small, so I don't know, and the guy was just getting bounced around, so I'm not sure who it was he was fighting, but I think it was one of the, the jewels you have at the dojo, so it definitely is possible, um, hmm. outside probably, well, I'm assuming. But yeah, there's there's a lot of variety with the Guardians and the um, different, play, you could, there's so many different play styles you could go with, uh, I think one of the things to keep an eye on is that on your armor, there's actually stat requirements, but it's like way below down, like underneath all the other stat um, buffs that the armor gives you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hidden and I missed it for a while and you still can wear the armor. It doesn't, it doesn't really come up with a message saying that you're not able to use us. It just doesn't give you the, the perks. Oh, so well, that's, wearing it. that's a, that's a, that's a, pro, that's a pro, that's a Neo pro tip. Um, and so I was, <laughs> I was running around with armor on that wasn't giving me its its full benefit, and then I kind of clicked, um, noticed it, and like just put up my strength by one, and then it, it just like doubled my damage, pretty much because of all the all the perks. Um, and so, well, pro tip and a, and, and also that I'm an idiot and I missed it in the first place. Reagan, are you yeah, um? You, you mentioned that you were playing Dark Souls on on a PC. Are you are you a PS4 yeah. boy as well? Um, I've I've got everything. I I'm a I'm a huge gamer, so I try and get all the consoles. I'm a, I'm a bit weird like that. Um, but I think my my main uh, sort of gaming machine at the moment is just the PC. 
But I, I, I am really excited to get Horizon at some point when I've finished Zelda, I reckon. Wow, you just really set me up for just a good, clean segue right there, because I have been playing some Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, nice. I, I picked it up, and similar to Neo, I've only got like the first four or five hours into it. I don't know why I keep buying video games that I can't play, but here we are. <laughs> um, I am... I like... I don't even really know how to talk about Horizon. <laughs> I am. Uh, I had a lot of hope going into Horizon, and I think I had a little bit too much hype going into horizon are you about to destroy my hype for it yeah, no i don't i don't think so uh I, okay it, good. It, it depends on it depends on what you were hyped for because i was i was looking at this game and, it, and maybe i just haven't gotten far enough to, to really open up and give me all my combat options yet but mm. uh i've i've so far been but the thing that i was looking forward to the most which was the combat has been the part that i'm having the least fun with oh. um so they they start you out with like a bow and a melee weapon uh which is a spear uh, very quickly, that they kind of tutorialize you into getting something called a trip caster, which allows you to basically shoot an electrical cord one spot, two spots, and it creates a line between so that you can bait enemies to rush at you. And then when they hit the cord, they kind of get an electric shock and they go into a an, to a position where you can get a critical attack. Mm. And, um, and then right after that, I got the weapon that I've been looking forward to the most, which was called the rope caster, which... Anybody that's been following me on Twitter for the last couple of years knows I've been very excited about the Ropecaster. Um, and unfortunately, it was like for a while, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was literally my Twitter handle for a long time. <laughs> so, like, this should tell you something. Whenever I go for whatever reason, whenever I look into like the Twitter stats section, it still holds Ropecaster there. Like, it doesn't take my current handle, which is really weird. <laughs> so I still see it from time to time. Uh, but I. The melee weapon, you have an R1 and an R2. Uh, R2 is obviously like a stronger attack, and R- but there's really no combos or anything. There's no locking on. Huh. So I get to a, a lot of situations where, whether, whether it's um, humanoid enemies or whether it's some of the dinosaurs or it's the smaller creatures, where I'm just swinging wildly and I'm trying to do... It, it, this reminds me of Monster Hunter in a bad way. One of my problems with Monster Hunter when I played it was I, I had no it was really, really difficult to hold the camera and to also be able to aim attacks at the same time. Like that was pretty complicated maneuvers. I'm kind of feeling the same thing here. Um, Mm. and then like the, the weapons, I was really hoping that they would be kind of more awesome and just like the general movement would be more awesome. And I'm, I'm not, again, maybe I just need to upgrade my, uh, alloy, right? Like maybe I just need to keep continually getting it upgraded and just, you know, hopefully she'll unlock more combos and more movement abilities and things like that. But so far I'm not hugely impressed with the game. It's mm. very slick. It's very, very beautiful. It has a photo Oops, mode, tonight. which just yeah. like go follow, uh, Neo Loki five, five on Twitter. <clears throat> Cause he, he just, he's been producing these beautiful, beautiful pictures out of photo mode, which are just amazing looking. Um, I was yeah. really hoping for basically Monster Hunter HD. That's what I was sort of looking for with Horizon. <laughs> this this is probably that. It's it's very very story focused too. At least at the beginning, I haven't been cut loose into a pure open world yet. I think that's what I'm about to get into. But like for the first mm. three hours, it was it was leading me by the nose through um, go here and do this thing. And and part of that, at, you know, at one point, like on my way to go do something for the story, I ran across like a thing with. Um, this guy that was trapped by some small dinosaur. So I freed him and he was like, well, my daughter's over here looking for a spear. So I had to go save her and find her spear mm. and do this whole thing. So like there's stuff like that. Um, I, so I'm, I'm cautiously into it. I, I just, I was really hoping for it to click almost immediately. And, uh, I don't, again, this is going to be like, this is just a gaming glut time of year that I, I don't know why I bought horizon and, <laughs> 
<laughs> and Neo and Zelda all in basically the same two weeks. And then Nier is coming out next week and already have that pre-ordered. So like I'm just screwed. I'm never going to be able to play all these video games. Yeah. Uh, have you got a preference for what you want to actually get through? Um, so far, if I had to choose, I would probably go for uh, Horizon. But I have a feeling that when I when I finally start up Zelda, that's gonna be that's gonna be my jam. Mm. If if I click with it the way that everybody seems to be clicking with it, um, but I kind of getting that Neo itch too. Like every once in a while, I like like man, I really need to get back to Neo. So uh, yeah, gonna be tough. Mm. Um, can I do one last Stardew Valley update, Charles? Are you gonna yep. be mad at me? No, no, I don't care. You sure? I, I can. <laughs> I'll tag on at the end of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks and I've continued to play Stardew Valley. Reagan, are you familiar with Stardew Valley? Yeah, I know of it. I haven't played it yet. It's basically, um, Harvest Moon on like steroids. Yeah. So that's what I've heard is Harvest Moon. I've never played a Harvest Moon game, but I I hear that comparison quite a bit. Um, I have finally gotten into kind of the relationship building part of this whole thing. Um, and so you have a, you have a village that's next to your farm and it's full of these people that do all these things and uh, you can go give them gifts. You can give them two gifts a day and it's kind of a little mini game in and of itself to figure out mm-hmm. that, Hey, homegirl over here doesn't like beer, but that dude over there really likes beer. So if you give him a beer, he, he will give you, you know, you'll, you'll, your relationship will go up higher with him quicker versus, you know, this other chick that doesn't like beer who I've just stopped talking to because why would you talk to anyone who doesn't drink beer? <laughs> uh, so I've st- finally started doing that. This was something that I was not really into at all to begin with. I, d- I thought it was kind of boring. I was focused on my farm and mm. making money. And uh, oh boy, do I regret doing that because this game gets so much more interesting once you start uh, really interacting with all of the villagers. They, um, you get these fun stories. You get sometimes these not fun stories. Uh, there's one guy, um, and Charles, you may have seen this on Twitter. Our, our friend Nikki, friend of the show Nikki, had met someone who... Uh, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite know how to say this. So there's a character in the game called Shane and she met the guy that Shane is based on uh, in real life and uh, in the game. And I don't think the real life Shane is like this, but in the game um, I'd kind of leveled up my relationship with him a little bit. And I walked in to his house and he was like passed out on the floor, beer bottles all around him. His mom, Marnie <laughs> was there like Shane, wake up, Shane, wake up. <laughs> He's like having suicidal thoughts. Like, and I, I know these are kind oh, of spoilers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It gets dark. It gets super dark. Um, wow. So leveling these things up, uh, not only do they do you have all these neat little interactions with them, and I've had stuff like illicit affairs in the town. I've seen <laughs> um, like undiscovered crazy things in the sewers that you're not really supposed to see. Oh, cool. You know, saved a guy from suicide. Uh the homeless the guy, guy with all the um, beer bottles. They weren't the beer bottles you'd given him. Is that that's or? the that's the bummer thing about it? Is like it's beer, beer is still the best thing to give that dude. So I still <laughs> been giving that guy beer despite him having like a raging alcoholic problem. And you know I'm best I'm good friends with his mom. I just but but but, ever, but he's still at the bar every night. Like it's not my fault. Like I'm just giving him a beer. He's still at the bar. Uh, so there's there's all kinds of like weird interesting stuff with that. I finally got to a, um, I guess, kind of on the upper end of the tech tree. So I'm kind of out of stuff to build and then discovered a whole other thing with a bunch of magic buildings that will kind of, I don't, again, I don't want to go into spoilers, which seems really weird Mm. for like a farm crafting game, but like part of the interest in the game is to see what you have on the other side. And I feel like if I told you that there was a blah, 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 like it would kind of ruin some of that surprise, but it's Mm. some real quality of life stuff. Like it's some stuff that will really help you out and help you make more money. 
So. The thing I'm really excited about with Stardew Valley is is that it's coming to the Switch. Like, uh, it's the kind mm-hmm. of game that I wouldn't, I don't, I don't really want to sit on the couch and play. It's the kind of game that I would play on the bus. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of feels like it's more of a handheld style game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it on that. Absolutely, and the Switch version was just announced as the first version that will have multiplayer. Um, or correction, the first console version console, that will have yeah. multiplayer because they they've announced that the PC will have multiplayer first, which. I don't know what that's going to look like, like a multiplayer mm. version, but I would very much like to go see, um, you know, <laughs> Chris Mosher's <laughs> farm because me, that, me and Chris, who's also been on the show in the past, um, have, have all, it's all we do is talk about Supernatural and Stardew Valley with each other. So I would love <laughs> to go like visit his farm and see what's up. I don't know what that would look like or what the point would be, but also if like maybe they gave me a red soapstone so I could go invade and kill Chris, like that would also be good. <laughs> <laughs> we did mention Dark Souls is Stardew Valley. Stardew Dark Souls Valley is Stardew Valley, Valley. absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I finally leveled up. Uh, there's a selection of single people in the town, um, and I finally leveled up my relationship with one of those. Um, ironically, and this this feels very creepy to me, it, it just happened to work out this way, that I'm, it looks like I'm going to end up marrying this chick, Emily, which I have not one but two sisters named Emily. So this is just very <laughs> creepy altogether. Um, but I'm finally going to marry somebody and then we're going to have a couple of kids and I, I don't know what happens after you have kids. I hope I can send them out to pick my crops for me because that's getting kind of boring, <laughs> yeah. but surely you can make them do chores, right? Like, Hey kids, go milk the cows. Like that's what you have. Kids for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Vader, Unless yeah. they become something that you've now got to look after as well as your crops and your cows. I, exactly. I'll take care of mm. them. They take care of my cows and my chickens. <laughs> this is how the re- Vader, you have children. You know, this, know. This, this is how this works. Good. That's my hopes and dreams, but I spend so much time telling the kids to pick up their crap. I could have just done it myself so much quicker. <laughs> uh, so if Stardew Valley is that's real, that realistic, it could you could end up spending your time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's fun. You you mentioned playing it on a handheld. Uh, the way I've been playing Stardew Valley is I use it to edit podcasts with. So I'll because I have three or four podcasts that I do. So I'll sit down. My laptop's next to me, and then I'll have headphones in, listening to the podcast that I'm editing, and then being able to pause Stardew Valley, like do a quick edit, and then finishing out the edit. Um, so it's very much a it's not a primary game for me. Mm. Like I don't like I wouldn't do that with Neo or Horizon or Zelda. Like I wouldn't have stuff going on in the back of my head with that. But Stardew is pretty low impact, so you can just kind of hang out and, and do stuff. And I'm like 120 hours into the game at this point, y'all. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to give a um, podcast you edit. I'm sorry. That's more reflective on how many podcasts you edit though. From Yeah. Also true. But you know, you you, like the last time I I sat down and did like a really significant run, like I got like eight episodes ahead on the give up skeleton. So it worked out really, really well. Nice. Um, I also want to give a shout out to this YouTube channel that Chris sent me and I'm trying to find the name of it. But this guy has, he's a really, really funny guy and he does like really weird Stardew Valley stuff and like Min Max is this whole thing. And so one of his videos is a is kind of like a series of comedic errors where he realized that if you uh, put your, your little beehive things that capture honey in the wild for you around fairy flowers, that you get fairy honey and not just normal honey and fairy honey like sells for a lot, much, much more. But in, in his ability to try to like figure all this stuff out was just hilarious. And it's, it's, it's very funny. And like, you can go to see his channel and there's all kinds of like weird stuff that he's doing. Boy, I wish I remember the name of the channel right now and I'm having <laughs> no luck finding it as I'm talking. So I am literally just killing time as we, as we're talking about this. Oh God, this is the worst. 
Nope, have no idea. No clue. That's right. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll tweet it out later. We will. We'll just put it in the show notes. Oh, I'm not even into my... Okay, that's why. You said you had something for uh, Stardew Valley, Vader? Well, you... I, think, I think, Reagan, you mentioned it, that it's coming to the Switch, and that's yeah. kind of what I want to hang out for. Yeah. Uh, Start, sorry for stealing your thunder on that one. That's okay. Um, but <laughs> then I got a message from Cliff and Josh, and so I kind of zoned out. Did you mention that that's going to have two-player? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's... That, <laughs> That, that makes me want to wait even more because that's something that I could then, you know, jump on with Odin and he can play. Uh, we can play together and go do some farming. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing how the multiplayer works because obviously I haven't played Stardew Valley, but I'm thinking of like the Harvest Moon kind of thing. Is it going to be like Animal Crossing where you just like you go and visit someone else's farm or can you create a, a, like a game that has both of you in the same village together? I, my first impression was that it was both in the same village because... It's um it's exclusive to Switch the multiplayer and it seems to mm-hmm. work that just makes sense with the Joy Cons you've got the two Joy Cons right. you can you can then have a buddy helping you farm. So you think it would be split screen like so if you got further away from each other it would just go split screen or yeah mm-hmm. be interesting. It'd be interesting to know yeah I don't know I, when it's coming. The multiplayer is not exclusive to the Switch though like they're doing that on all versions. Yeah, uh, Switch is just the first uh, one that's going to get okay. it on I heard wrong on the here. console side. Yeah, and the PC yeah, is going to okay. be the first system. I I have to imagine that um. Like like right now, there's stuff in the game so that you can leave the game, and I wonder if they're going to implement it that way. So like you can get a bus ticket and go ride to your friend's farm. Right. Or, I mean, I, I very much would like to have a couch co-op game like this with my wife because uh, we play a lot of Diablo together or used to. Like if we could both like if I could be on the Switch. See, that doesn't even work anymore though. Like I don't know how that would. I would like for us to like both like play the game together. Like, okay, you go farm this mm. stuff. I'm going to go mine this stuff. But like, it, it, when, by the time you're split screening, it seems like it'd be awkward. I don't, I don't really know how they're going to implement that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Dangerously yeah, I, I, funny, yeah, I, by the way, is the channel I was looking for. Once I <laughs> logged into the correct uniform, all one word, dangerously funny. This dude is hilarious. I'll put a link in the show notes. So, Ooh. Um, before we get into Twitch chat, after we began, we had a couple of DMs from our buddies that asked us to mention a couple of things. Yes. So I'll, uh, I'll mention, I'm going to mention these things and then we'll get into some Switch chat. Yes. Uh, the first thing is last week we announced we're doing a contest. We did. We did. <laughs> yes. Don't talk about it. Um, um, I mean, you don't have to talk about it. Like, I'm sure you're just going to Photoshop some ridiculous, me into some ridiculous <laughs> thing for the cover art. Uh, but yes, yes the, the the contest is to take a picture of my face, which you can just go to my Twitter or go to Dark Insight Pod on Twitter, and uh, you can find plenty of examples. Several of you already have very creepy folders that I've already seen, just filled with pictures <laughs> of my face, which makes me very uncomfortable. Um, but Photoshop me in some ridiculous pose, make it you know PG thirteen. We're not looking for you know naked pictures of me or anything. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, but and the funniest one, we'll get a copy of the Hyrule. Is it Art and Artifacts? I think is the name of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the yep. brand new like art book that was just released this week. It's very very good, and it's super thick and heavy, and the pages are awesome. So, See, Jeremy, you should know the answer to that question because you have two of them. <laughs> uh, you would think that I would know since I accidentally <laughs> ordered two of them. Um, I almost did it again, by the way, with um, a, a, an amiibo because <laughs> I had pre-ordered a Zelda amiibo like a long time ago. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, send those to the Twitter or send, submit them to our Facebook, and uh, we will make it a judgment. A couple of people have asked, like, what's the deadline on this? And I don't really think we have one, so we'll probably keep this going for a couple of weeks. Um, 
I think you announced it last week on last week's episode. So yes. pro- maybe like a month from then, like that would be enough time. We've had a couple maybe of submissions already from all from Jake Lionheart on Twitter and like, yo, Jake. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so good. They're so good. And they are kind of embarrassing too. So yay. <laughs> and uh, the second thing that our other guys wanted us to mention is just how great and supportive our community has been over the last month or so. Uh, we, I don't know what it is, but we've kind of had a big increase in listenings and downloads and things like that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you, if you're staying around, we really, really appreciate it. And we, yeah, we don't really have a Patreon or anything like that. So if you, if you're feeling kind of supportive and you want to help us out on the show, tell your friend about it or leave us a review on iTunes or, um, tweet at me with a picture of my face in a video game, I guess. And maybe win a book. (laughs) Yes. All good stuff. All good stuff. Uh, anything else before we get into Switch stuff? Um, no, yeah, I guess we've got some more games to talk about with the Switch. Um, yeah, I figured we'd do all that um, in one one big section. So if it, people want to skip the Switch stuff like me, they can. No, I'm kidding. Jeremy's <laughs> <laughs> out. I'm out, yes, yes. I'm just going to go get my gamepad and like stare at the title screen of Breath of the Wild for a little while and see how that works. So before we get onto the Switch, so, so mm-hmm. you, you, you buy Amiibos, you've got a couple of these uh, Zelda books, you've got Zelda on Wii U. What made you, obviously a Nintendo fan, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. So why didn't you jump on the Switch? Um, it was basically impossible to pre-order. Oh, uh, right. I, I'm, I'm not going to go like stand in line to spend four hundred dollars. Like you know, I'm just I'm just not going to do that. Like, I, not not that I have anything against anybody doing that or anything. Um, and then as since I couldn't get a pre-order, which I probably would have done the night it was announced. Uh, mm. I just the more and more I thought about it, the more I just didn't see an appeal of it, especially with Zelda being on the Wii U, which would have been my yeah. make or break game. Like if they had come out with um, Zelda, Mario, Splatoon, Stardew Valley. Like if they had a little bit more, mm. a little bit deeper of a launch lineup, I would have considered it. And then also, I'm not much of a handheld guy. I play, I literally play all of it on my video games at the house. So right. the idea of like taking this device or paying for a device to have this portability thing that I'm not going to use is kind of yeah. So not not saying I'll never pick it up, um, sure. But just for right now, I just couldn't justify spending four hundred dollars on a on a console, at, uh, much less New Eng- New Zealand prices, which is like nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I sort of forget that sometimes, like in New Zealand, the the um the idea of quantity is never really an issue. Like um, if you didn't pre-order, I had a friend who didn't pre-order who went and picked one up at like nine o'clock last night. So mm-hmm. uh, there was still a couple of left. So yeah, I, I kind of forget it's not the same as over there where if you don't pre-order, you've probably missed out. And they like Amazon didn't have pre-orders. I've, you know, reading on Twitter today, people are saying like, Oh, target has one or Amazon prime. Now, if you live in Seattle and, or if you, and you, you know, or, Best Buy, if you use Google Payments, we'll ship you one right now. Like this stuff like that is popping up. But um, mm-hmm. if I can't just get it delivered to my door or walk into a store and get it without worrying about lines or ticket numbers or anything, like I, I'm not going to worry about it. And, and yeah, d- before enough. you get me wrong, I literally did this for a week. Like I went to a Target at five in the morning on the coldest day in Arizona and <laughs> stood in a fucking parking lot for no telling how long to get a Wii. And that was, you know, worth it. But yeah, at this point, I was just like, eh, I'll, I can probably wait, especially. Really, the the thing that I think will, that I don't think they'll end up regretting it. But man, I'm so glad that they put Breath of the Wild on a Wii U because, yeah, that would have been my make or break game. It's probably stopped them from getting a few sales of the Switch, right? I think so. It's, it's obviously stopped you from picking one up, and it's mm-hmm. it's undoubtedly stopped a whole whole bunch of other people. 
Oh, I, there's a lot of people on uh, Twitter. Uh, I know CJ has planted on the Wii U. Um, mm. There's that guy that was on Twin Humanities, whose name I forget, whose name is like Martin something, um, that's playing it on the Wii U. I've seen a lot of people say like, oh yeah, I've got to get this, you know, coat of dust off my Wii U from last time I played Mario <laughs> yeah. Maker so I can play <laughs> Zelda now. Um, I didn't realize. Starting, though. There still seem to be a plenty of interest in the Switch. Like it's not like. Oh the... yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's it's plenty of Nintendo, people. Mm-hmm. Nintendo finally understood what marketing is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now if they would just understand, you know, like providing the thing that you sell to stores <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um i didn't realize how rare and a little bit uh hard to find we use have gotten like i kind of assumed that once the switch was coming out we'd start seeing a redu- reduction in price across those but apparently mm. they've stopped making them and they're mm. getting even more expensive so you know hold on to your we use everybody mm. yeah they don't sell they haven't sold them for a while in a lot of stores here in new zealand you don't have yeah, one, yeah. Right? Our, our, our stores just jumped ship so early with the Wii U. Yeah. We had um, some stores. There was a one sort of um, franchise of stores that I don't know. Maybe maybe like six to nine months after launch, were just getting rid of theirs for 150 New Zealand, which is probably like 70, 70 US, I guess, maybe yeah. 80 US. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, they um, did a half price, and they like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Was that wow. Dick Smith? That was Dick Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I tried getting one there, but they sold out pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one, Peter? I don't remember. No, no, I never bothered. That's why I'm more keen on getting the Switch, is because I never, I don't have the Wii U. And I, and I have a feeling that you're going to see a lot of ports from some Wii U exclusives to that Switch oh, yeah. over the next year or so. Like, they'd be just absolute fools not to put Bayonetta 2 on that thing. They'd be fools yeah. not to put that uh, that weird music game with all of the anime chicks in it on that thing. They're, you know, the only one that I would be. What? Interested? <laughs> He's talking about Tokyo Tokyo Mirage. There you go. Yeah, Tokyo uh, Mirage Sessions. Yeah, um, you got it. You were there. Yeah, uh, and then like Mario Maker. Like I want to see if they can do a Mario Maker on the Switch that isn't as gimped as the 3DS version because that that might I get should me more be excited. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I I like the idea of Mario Maker where you um have the Switch in your hand while you're making the levels, and then when you go to play it, you can you know still play it in portable mode, but you play it when you dock it. I I, I reckon. With the touch screen, it would just be perfect. Oh yeah, well, and like that's exactly the way it is on the Wii U. Like, I would make all the, mm. I would make all my levels on the little gamepad, and then I'd play through them on my TV, and so mm. like my wife could watch or whatever, and I, or because like, I always just had them synced, really. So I don't. It's it'd, it'd be interesting to see where the Switch goes. I, I guess that mm. gets it into it. I want to hear. Uh, both of you have them. Did you guys pre-order? Did you guys go stand in line? What happened? Um, yeah, we both pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, I I went to a midnight release just to try and experience it. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? Um, it wasn't too bad. Like it was more people than I thought there would be because I, oh, yeah. I live in the in the burbs of, um, and so it was just a local store and right on the outskirts of town of the city. And so I didn't think it would be that busy. There was probably a good thirty odd people. Um, it was it was a good crowd. Um, there was, there was a bit of chat. They had the only kind of thing they did as a special event was the guy, one of the manager of the store, brought in his really old GameCube, um, and they <laughs> had like Melee Smash Brothers. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, nice on there. And like, but, but one of his controllers, like analog stick, had like snapped off, so it was like a nub that you had to like play with. Um, <laughs> and so a bunch of people kind of gathered around there. I ended up just chatting with some um, with this with this uh, guy a little bit older than me, and uh, and then a young like a 
17 year old kid who's like super like it was super into his his nintendo mm. uh stuff he was like he knew all what was going on and everything uh, a lot more than i did <laughs> um and we just chatted and kept because we got there at 10 30 they opened the doors and so i did you could you could pay and then at 12 you could just they just hand it to you and you could leave um so it was a good experience it wasn't wasn't as weird as i thought it would be um yeah it was a, it was, a, it was it was fun. They they sold me a new um case for my Switch that I wasn't planning on buying because I hadn't seen pictures of it and it was really cool. So I, I bought it while I was there. <laughs> um it's got it's got it's the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild case. Oh that blue one? On, yeah, it has Link yeah. on the front. Um Yeah, it was cool. Um I kinda wish they had I'm sure like big like Nintendo stores would have more like special things happening it'd be cool to like have i don't know like prizes or something have more of a like yeah. a special event but it's really just a bunch of tired nerds sitting there waiting for their console which i'm pretty sure is exactly what i told you it would be <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a lot more friendly than i expected to be people were quite chatty and um it was quite funny that the store eb games which is um gamestop here in new zealand is the same company they had just got like three two or three giant snorlax um, bean bags, you know, from Pokemon. Oh, cool. And they managed to sell two that night to some some people who obviously have way too much money. They could afford the Switch <laughs> and a two hundred and fifty dollar bean bag. Oh, wow! Um, but it was it was kind of fun seeing the excitement of other other people um, getting into it. Uh, I was excited, but not as excited as some of the other people. Uh, mm. And I was uh, I, I ended up showing up just to the just a nine a.m. opening of a standard store, basically. No, yeah, no big fanfare. Just uh, maybe about half dozen, maybe half a dozen people just waiting for the store to open so they could pick up their switches. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the yeah. hardware. Uh, what's like? Give me, give me the box opening experience. Is it, is it as like intricate as buying an iPhone is nowadays, where you're like unfolding an origami something to get a phone <laughs> out of a package, or is it just kind of standard? It was very well packaged. Um, mm. Just on that, uh, me and Odin did an unboxing video a few. few yes, ago. absolutely, that's true. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, we dressed up as Link to unbox the, the switch, <laughs> so um, that was fun. That has to be pretty well timed, too, right? Like you, you got to be getting some pretty good views on that. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no one seems to care. <laughs> I feel bad because I've retweeted it, but I've, I forgot to watch it. So, like, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> it's all your fault, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> No, it seems to be hard to get people to watch stuff from New Zealand. Um, like, it just doesn't seem to get the way the YouTube algorithms work. It just doesn't yeah. work the same as if I was in the States, um, from what I can tell. Uh, but, yeah, it's it was fun. Um, the, bo- the, the box is very nice. You open up the top lid and it folds open, and there's, like, the switch and the Joy-Cons like embedded in like a, a box casing that you can see. So they're like displayed. You can see them as you open them. They're like, mm-hmm. like other hardware tends to be. Um, yeah. What, did, what do you think? Did it take you, it? Yeah. Did it take you a while to find like the wrist straps? Like I unpacked everything. I took some photos <laughs> for some friends and then I was like playing and I was like, Oh, it's okay. Let's take these Joy-Cons off and just have a feel what they feel like. It's like, oh, okay. And I was like, wait a minute, this thing was meant to come with wrist straps. And like I thought I'd emptied the box, but I was sort of tucked away on the bottom level, like on the top and the bottom against, against these small things I just didn't see the first time. Or either that, or I was just way too excited to get it unpacked and hooked up. Yeah, 
you were you were just jumping around like a little schoolgirl, weren't you? <laughs> pretty, pretty much exactly the right words for that. Um, <laughs> <we> live, <yay! laughs> pretty um, much, pretty much. Um, no, I, I found them. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's just me. That's all right. That's, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But no, I, I really like that. The um, I have I missed out on going to a hands-on um with it back in January. So um, with the Wii U, I got like an early hands-on with it. Um, and so this was nice to have a new Nintendo console that I had no idea what it was going to feel like in the hand. I mean, I've watched all the videos, so I know what it looks like, but to actually feel the weight of it, feel how small those Joy-Cons actually are. Like, those Joy-Cons <laughs> are tiny. Yeah, they are pretty um, small. Yeah, they're smaller than I was expected, but strangely enough, like, the bottom of them seems to fit in the kind of palm of my hand really nicely when I'm using it. So, yeah, I quite like how they feel in the hand. Yeah, same. Um, Jeremy, to the, the, the answer your question again, is the, the hardware feels quite nice. Like it's it's pretty solid. Um, mm. I've only actually held the Wii U pad once, I think, and it but it feels quite light and flimsy. Yeah, from what I remember, because mm-hmm. this is quite solid and it feels rigid and very well made. Like it's it's, mm. it's a good piece of kit. Um, Speaking only- of the hardware, though, have you had any issues with the um, left Joy-Con? Nah, I even tried putting my hand in the way and I didn't have any problem. Um, that's what it is. I watched, I, I heard people talking about it and basically it's just, um, it's, it's your body itself usually is obscuring. It's like if you're, mm. yeah, depending on the angle you're playing, it's like it's, it has trouble going through your, your hand or whatnot. I've had huge issues with it. Huge oh, issues. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not even that far away. I'm probably, I don't know, maybe 10 foot away from the console. Um, and it's, it just happens all the time. Um, so I'm not like, it's, it's pretty frustrating. It usually just means I have to change my posture or lean forward a little bit or, um, cause the one thing that I like playing with a Joy-Con in each hand and they're just kind of like, um, by my side, instead of having to hold a controller in front of you, my hands are just kind of rested either side of me. Like I've passed out. Like, or like they did on the, <laughs> on the stage in the demonstration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Rushing> your shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, so it usually just requires me to sort of lean forward, but it sucks that um, there is such a uh, like an obvious issue straight out the bat. Yeah, well, from what I what I saw is that yeah, it's just getting obscured by your body mm. in some way or some other um, some other structure. I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I guess I'm sitting quite a bit closer. I'm only a few feet away mm. from my TV, and I was using the the grip the grip dock thingy. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I never had problem. Was it just what what game was it? Was it all games or just all games? All games. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, and the, supposedly people were saying that the um, the launch day update fixed it for them, but um, hasn't been the case for me. Interesting. So hopefully Nintendo, because I I don't even believe Nintendo's come out to state that they're aware of it. They just said, "I oh, we're looking into it," so they're not even admitting that it's a problem, um, or that um, they've got a fix on the way. So I'm uh, really interested to see with how they're going to deal with that. Because if it's if like I don't know, even if it's a third of the people out there that are experiencing it, that's that's huge numbers for something that possibly may not be able to be fixed. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, yeah, or maybe yeah. I guess we'll probably push people to again the pro controller for a lot of games, mm. which is also completely sold out around here. Right, yeah, and like super very hard to get, and also 70 goddamn dollars jesus <laughs> yeah. what are you doing <laughs> yeah i was about to say <laughs> I I has, yeah that's yeah. insane I, when i saw it was 70 here i was like what what is in that controller <laughs> mm. it does have hd rumble in it 
I have I, you have you played anything that utilizes that yet, um, Vader? No, I really haven't had a chance. Um, just yeah, I've really just been playing Zelda. Um, oh, yeah. I yeah, I've I, I can't speak apparently. Uh, <laughs> Rumble, I kind of forget Rumble happens. Like it's it, when it's done well in games, it kind of just it helps with the immersion and just the experience. You kind of don't notice it. It's only yeah. I only notice Rumble when it's like really weird. It's like why is it shaking right now? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I haven't really noticed it too much. Uh, and as I said, I played mostly in the grip. Um, uh, yeah, in the in the the grip controller. Yeah. So I I will have to try some other games um, later. Yeah, I, I'm uh, the only one that I've felt it in was Fast RMX or Fast Remix or whatever. The- I've heard it being called both, so I'm not sure what it is. But the um, at first, I it felt like a normal rumble, but it wasn't until I kind of concentrated on, I'm like, okay, I need to feel what this HD rumble feels like. You can actually, um, when you go over boosts or when you activate a boost, you can actually feel the rumble travel up your hand, like from Ooh. the base of your hand up to the top top of it. So it's a really, <laughs> it's it's super subtle, but it's a really um. It's interesting. I can't wait to see, like, uh, I, as much as I don't want to spend the money on one, two switch, I'm really interested to see, um, cause that seems to be the showcase for it at the yeah, moment. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. The motion control in those, uh, those quickie games will be fun mm. to try. Um, I, I've got it coming in the mail, so I'll just bring it over and we can try it. So you don't have to, don't buy for it. Don't pay for it. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> um, <laughs> the advantages of podcasting locally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me about the screen. The screen. The screen's pretty nice. Um, I got myself uh, one of those toughened glass cover things, and it's very, very nice. Um, I can't, I, the glass thing, you can't tell it's on, to be honest. It's, it just sits right nicely, per- perfectly in position. Um, it's really bright and colorful. Uh, the touch mm. seems to work very well. Uh, yeah, it's very nice. I, I never had an issue with the Wii U screen, to be honest. Like, Yes, it was low res, but it, like the, it looked really nice. Um, so I don't know. Weird. I don't know if I'm a minority there, but the um, in comparison though, the Switch screen is is night and day difference though. Like it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Compare it to a like a typical like modern iPhone, like a six S or a seven. Is it pretty much kind of similar in resolution where you don't really see the pixels or anything, or you yeah um, kind of yeah I don't see through I, it. I don't think it's got the same sort of pixels per inch as like the latest iPhones, but you still can't see the pixels. It's it's great. And have you guys noticed yes. any performance differences between the game running on your TVs versus running on the on just by itself on the handheld? I haven't really spent enough time with it in portable mode, to be honest. Uh, I've basically just been using it as a as a home console for the most part. Yeah, most of my playing was like that, but I um, I specifically took it off and gave it to Odin to um, play handheld, and I played handheld in bed last night, and yeah, it works fine. Um, it- awkward to hold i'm not used to handhelds so it's kind of you almost feel like a crab trying to grab it because <laughs> um, that's one of the things i have had issues with is the button positioning i guess i'm so so much of a sony pony i'm just so used <laughs> to where the buttons are have you said the word sony pony out loud before that seems like it's a <laughs> that can't be a common expression right <laughs> yeah that's have a- you ever heard that <laughs> no Oh, no, yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. That's all. I, it's probably a derogatory term. I don't care. It rhymes. It sounds fun. Um, <laughs> it does sound fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the, the, the positioning of the, the the buttons, the main four buttons above your right analog stick, is a, a bit odd for me. Uh, 
and it, it's taken and it doesn't help that all these flipping consoles have different numbering and symbol things mm. like they're all switched around and so like I've, it's taken months to get used to the xbox and when they say x it's not where the sony x is and now the x is where the triangle is and <laughs> where the y is and so it's just because i'm switching to it in the consoles it's it's a I keep pushing the wrong button and I keep blowing myself up with, in Zelda with the bombs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, um, I, yeah, the button position, even the um, buttons beneath the left analog stick, I find hard to kind of get my thumb to. Yeah. Having them directly below is just, it doesn't feel as, I don't know, naturally placed as the, the D-pad would be on pretty much any other um, controller. And. Yeah, and that, that's just due to the nature of the beast, I guess. That's what they've gone mm-hmm. for. I, I have got more used to it, and I think it, it, time will tell. Uh, in the grip, it feels it feels better. It's a, it, the weight of the actual um, screen makes it, I found it a bit hard to hold. But again, as I say, I'm not used to handhelds. Mm. The other thing I'm nervous about is the weight of the actual units and holding the Joy-Cons. I, I just feel like they're going to... They, they feel strong, like the connection. The, the, the way they slide in is pretty mm. robust. But it just has that concern. Any joins always going to be a weakness. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, how's the, although it does uh, feel the, pretty how, sturdy. Yeah. How's that snap like that that they were advertising on all the time? It's pretty satisfying. I quite like that click of getting those joy cons into the either the grip or the or the console itself. Okay. And it's really nice. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> there was um, and there's a really nice um, like um, I guess it's part of the firmware. Uh, when you when you click it in, it gives you an, a little audible um software like uh, switch sort of clicking sound as well. Yeah, it's quite cool nice. sound. The audio design on the actual console itself is pretty cool. Uh, mm. When you when you op- when you unlock it by pushing the the home the on button, it's just so it's not like turning on by accident when you bump the button, it will tell you to push the same button three times, and each button has its own sound that it will make when you push that button. So you mm. can make like plonking noises and honking noises and clicking noises depending on which button you you push is it the yeah, way that yeah. like modern 2d mario games sound when you jump like when you get that third jump that dang 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 kind of noise yeah it sounds like that yeah <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> um uh but yeah it's 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 a it's a very nice little console uh there's a few mm. little cool things like when you put it in the dock it's not sliding into you know like usual um like dock like if you got that like an iphone dock the the phone is the female end and the the dock is the the male end. This the actual male end's on the the actual switch console and it has little buttons and so when you put it in, the little buttons get pushed by the dock which are just physical like little bits of plastic and then the little the little plug slides out into the dock, which is very cool because it means it's not going to get broken as easy. Mm. I've looked into it way more than I have. I haven't even looked at how the connectors uh, worked. So that's thank you for that. That's right, because yeah, because <laughs> if it was just the like the little male end inside the dock, it would be kind of hard to aim it in. Whereas yeah. now you got the it's got like two little pilot um, sprongs inside the dock, which you which will slot in, and when they slot in, they hit they hit like a release, which pushes the the what's the USB C plug from the switch mm. into the into the dock, which is I think ah, that's right. really that's really well designed. Yeah, that um, is that is. Oh, and um. What's that? Kickstand gate? Uh, <laughs> the kickstand works. <laughs> I re- I'm really, um, considering how nice everything feels, that kickstand feels terrible. Like It, it is, it is like, bad. 
such a crappy piece of flat. <laughs> right? No, no, it's not that bad. But um, <laughs> it's still it's still very bad. Like I'm really underwhelmed at like uh, at the quality of the kickstand. I like that it can be popped off because I can assume at some point a third party is going to bring out a much better kickstand. Are you yeah, going to have to like the- break off the existing kickstand and like? <laughs> oh, it can it, like they're actually designed to just pop off. Oh, so are they? They're actually cool. like. <clears throat> so if you've got the kickstand out when you go to dock the um, switch, instead of something actually breaking, it just pops off. Yeah. And it makes a satisfying click, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you clicking it in right now, or is that you, you <laughs> yeah, snapping your fingers? See? <laughs> that's good. Um, the other thing I'm really impressed with with the switch is um, how well it multitasks. Like, if I'm playing Zelda... Um, going like hitting the home button and going into the store and selecting another like downloading or buying another game and then going back to Zelda, maybe taking a screenshot and then hitting home and posting that screenshot to Twitter or Facebook. It's all super quick. It is so quick. It's probably the fastest like multitasking console I've seen, I reckon. Easily. Easily. That is good yeah, to hear it. because that's one of my problems with not even just the Wii U, but like the PS4 has problems. Mm. Like, you know, just, hey, I want to share this thing. Okay, well, click, click, click. Okay, yeah. now, you know, do you want to do it through Twitter or Facebook? Twitter, click, 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 click. Like, so it's nice to hear <laughs> that they can actually like <clears throat> move speedily through menus. Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole thing is really fast. Like, I remember when the Wii U first came out and everyone was complaining about how long it takes games to um, launch and even just getting to settings. Um, it's all just instant now, which is, which is fantastic. I guess the solid state of it helps. Yeah. Um, yeah, same with the um, Breath of the Wild. I plugged <laughs> in the little cart cartridge and it was just instantly, like it, it installed and was ready to go like straight away. Like there was no mucking around. Mm. Um, it was pretty slick. Speaking of cartridges, have you have you and Odin given it the taste test? Tasting the cartridge? <laughs> no. Please tell me that nobody <laughs> has licked a cartridge on this podcast. <laughs> oh, so, so you guys haven't, you haven't, I've been up to date with the. Oh no, the I've, I've been. Yeah, I have, I'm. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I'm up to date on it and already over it because <clears throat> of you know how fast the internet moves nowadays. Sure. Um, right. Right. Yeah. I don't know so, what you're talking about. <laughs> I, well, without going too far into details, just get Odin to give it a taste test and see what he thinks. <laughs> I don't want him licking it's, my cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Don't. I don't blame you. They've apparently treated the cartridges with um, some sort of material that makes them taste terrible so that children want to accidentally eat them and put them in their mouths and swallow them. Okay. That Which is genius, fun. right? I Which is get Odin to do that now. <laughs> Make sure you get that webcam going when you do that. <laughs> um, it is actually really genius, except it's done the opposite thing for adults. So now you've got fucking 18 <laughs> yeah, million yeah. YouTube videos of like breath of the wild card just tastes terrible. Like, yeah, really weird. <laughs> but it's, so Nintendo as well. Like, who else is trying to like um, solve that issue of kids picking things up off the floor and eating them? I think it's, I think it's amazing. Yeah, Me too. It is, yeah. it is pretty cool. I've done that. It's, it's nice to even thought about that. Mm. Um, the other, it's, it's the same with Nintendo always though. The, the friend and the online accounts. I just don't know how they work, man. Oh, not like PSN or an Xbox Live. It's just I have no idea what what account I'm logged in as. <laughs> and this is the thing that's really um really gone backwards. They announced they weren't going to use friend codes, and they've got friend codes, um, which was really disheartening to see. But you can still add people that you may have played with in any of their yes. Nintendo apps, which I yep. which was basically how I just added people. Um, yeah, and they reckon yeah, and they're, and they're going to add um being able to use like social media. Uh, to add people as well, 
So, which is what they've kind of done with um, Mitomo and, and Super Mario Run and all that kind of stuff. You just connect it to your Twitter account and anyone else who has attached theirs to their Twitter account, you can just see and add. Um, but if I it's can't... just a stranger, I guess, or someone new, you've got to enter in there what their 15 digit like friend code, which is ridiculous. I cannot believe yeah, that they are still using friend codes in 2017. Mm. Like this blows my mind. I, I understand that there is a need for um, parental controls and like their Nintendo is probably out of the three major console manufacturers right now, probably the most focused in, you know, keeping your kids safe or, or what have mm. you. But, you know, parental controls exist on the PS4, and the Xbox one. You can kind of very, very in a very granular basis, determine what your kids can or cannot do on that console. Oh, my, my TV has a <laughs> parental controls on it. I, I just, I don't get this like need for 15 digit codes. And, um, I saw Jeff mm-hmm. Gersman from giant bomb talking that, um, cause he put his friend code out there in the public and he's, that dude has like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. And he was saying that he would get a friend request and it would just be a person's picture and like their handle, which can be anything that a person changes it to. So it was something mm. like Joe. And he's like, I don't, I don't know who this Joe guy is. Like, what, who is this mm. dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me to that they're still using these dumb French codes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit weird. Cause I, because I set up, I had a Nintendo account years ago with my Wii, and that's obviously long gone. Hmm. And then I set one up with Nimoto. And then when I heard that you got you could save your online gamer tag, I went and did that like last week, and I did Vader Van Odin like all my other consoles. And then I set up this this console, and it's like, what's your name? It's like, what's your nickname? When I so I just and it didn't, I couldn't put Fit Vader and Odin, so it's just Vader. And then I logged into the eShop, and I, I used the same email and my password from what I would have used for Mimoto, but I've never once seen my actual gamer tag Vader Van Odin anywhere. <laughs> like I don't oh, know how wow. it works. Like I don't know how to, would that is that only present when I play online games? I don't know. Like it's very strange. Yeah, because yeah, there's, there's sorry, sorry, carry mm. on, Jeremy. No, go go right ahead, Ray. I was going to say, so there's uh, the nickname you would have been sitting up would have been for your me character, I assume, which is the same as like when you were creating me's back in the Wii days. Um, you just create something and then give it a, a name. Um, so you could recreate different, you know, uh, celebrities or whatever. And then you've got your online account, which will probably be Vader Van Odin. But until there's until you're trying out an actual online game, I I don't know what would show up. Yeah, exactly. What well, it, it's just weird because the Vader Van Odin is just nowhere. Whereas that mm. in other consoles, that's that's your that's your identity of your login. It's like mm. it's, whereas this, I, I'm sure it's the same account. Like, what's well, connecting me to me, Tomo people? It's the same way I found friends. Um, as people have, they found me through Tomo. Uh, actually, how did you find me? You sent me a friend request. <laughs> I don't know how that. How did you did that? I don't know. I don't even know what I've got you added. In maybe was it Super Mario Run? Maybe. Oh yes, that's what it'll be. I think it was from that, which is pretty cool. I do like that it can say, "Oh, you've been playing with this person in this one of our other products." So here they are. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I've got a couple um, through through uh, Me Mitomo, Me um, which is yeah, very mm. strange. But yeah, it's not me. It's not suggesting people who don't have a Switch. It seems like it's only people that have Switch that it's suggesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> friend codes, man. Yeah. I can't believe we're yeah. 2017. They're using friend codes. Well, tell me about some video games. I mean, the big um, one's Zelda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me very little about Zelda. Let's go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, how much time did you put into it, Charles? Uh, probably about 
six, eight hours. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think you, yeah. So I think you put more hours in than I did. Um, I'm trying to ask a question without, <laughs> without it ruining anything. Um, have you, have, you've made it to the first village that you need to get to? No. Nah. You haven't. Okay, cool. All right. So I, I've been taking my time. I, I spent ages hunting pigs and damn, they're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think that I've I've kind of hurried along a little bit. I think I, I feel like um, I'm more interested in the story than I am about just in, uh, doing what Nintendo wants people to do, which is just kind of explore the world. Um, I'm like, hey, it's it's a great game. It looks amazing. It plays fantastic. But I'm missing the dungeons. I'm missing structure. It's it's weird. It's weird yeah, and new. Weird, yeah. Because so I played eight hours and I've never once I've never actually done a dungeon yet. I don't even know if there are dungeons. Like, I haven't really there read up be, too much big, on it. There's a big lava um, volcano in the distance. That has to be, like, a lava level. <laughs> I don't know. Or, or does it just have a whole bunch of shrines on it? You know, like, I don't know. I have no idea. That's true, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you've seen the first hour. You've played. You've seen all the first hour footage, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched... Um, I'm not going to say everything that they did, but, like, that last E3, I watched most of the stuff that they did. So I kind of right. started to pay attention after that. Um, I think I watched I one of could... the story trailers. So, yeah. But you guys can talk about whatever. Don't get to just have at it. I... Well, I guess it's more safe to talk about that first hour, which is yeah. which is mm-hmm. is your kind of – you're restricted from the open world uh, place. Uh, it's mm-hmm. you, you can't get off because you're on a plateau. If you jump off, you die. Uh and then you, so you've got a kind of, it's like your little mini area. Um, there's like a snow area and like, we all know about the snow that, that there's now a hot and cold, um, mm. uh, stat that you've got. And I was just too impatient. I just ran straight into the snow and I just kept healing and I just ran through the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what you're supposed to do <laughs> is go uh, make a recipe. Cause I knew about it, but I, I figured I'd find a fishing rod, but I didn't. No, so it's, it's interesting. Right before the entrance into that snow area, if you if you go into the official entrance and not just like climb up over mountains and stuff, I guess there's I like a little <laughs> right. There's like a little um, a group of uh, enemies around a campfire, and if you kill them and sort of have a look nearby, there are some chilies. It's like a little chili plant, and yep. you can you take the hot chilies off there and then use their campfire to mix the hot chilies with some of the food that you may have already grabbed. And you create recipes that give you um, cold yes. resistance. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, like, I managed, I stumbled upon upon that before I even got into the like um, the cold area. So it kind of just worked like really nicely for me in that way. Well, see, uh, did you find the little the little hermit hut uh, where you get you get to, you read his journal, you read his diary, and it tells you if you Herbert can tell him the recipe, he'll give his nice warm coat to. No, no, I haven't seen that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's that's in the. As I say, I spent ages up and I spent like five, four hours up, five hours up in this top area. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, there's actually a side quest that you um, you talk to him and you get his. Uh, and I didn't do it because I was. I just was like, well, it's not that far. Just went to the <laughs> yeah, snow yeah. and I was keep healing. And I knew about the chilies, but uh, it was the fish. The recipe is a, a meat, uh, seafood fry up. Or stir oh, fry, okay. something, I don't know. And you need chilies, and the chili, is, as you say, is the, the, the food that keeps you warm. Yeah. And I, I had the meat. I had, well, I knew where to get meat. Mm. I realized afterwards I had cooked meat, so I would have needed raw meat anyway. Um, I had the chilies from his hut because he had some in his hut. Um, and then 
I, I just I figured like other Zeldas, I would need a fishing rod. And so I ran around for ages looking for like for a fishing rod and I never found one. So I said, oh, well, I'll just, and I, and I was just trying to do the shrine. So I ended up just running through the snow and got right. there, fell in the water and died because the water, <laughs> you die instantly in the cold water, which makes sense, but it was kind of cool. Mm. Um, and then I decided, I'm going to see if I can shoot these, these fish <laughs> with my bow. And so I went and jumped up on like, the little lake that's in the, this plateau area. And I've said uh, many times, people, my father-in-law loves fishing. I can't stand fishing. I just think it's the most boring thing ever. But I've always <laughs> said, if I could shoot the fish with a bow, because there is such a thing as bow fishing, I could mm. do that fishing. And you can shoot the fish with your bow. <laughs> you can oh, do bow fishing cool. in, in Zelda. Uh, so I shot those fish with my bow, and I was very happy. Um, um, I managed to get some fish by um, scanning uh, one of the new amiibo. So I kind of cheated my way into mm. getting some fish. Cool. Yeah, Ooh, which which amiibo did you buy? Um, the the Archer version of Link. Yeah, I like that. Which one is a lot. easily the cool that one. I saw the um the Bokoblin, which is one of the enemies. Bokoblin, I don't know how to pronounce sure, that one. Yeah. The um um they look amazing as well. They look really good. I was it was I was in between that one and the Archer Link, but I had to go with Link. That was the uh, that was the one I bought, and I'm I'm probably gonna pull the trigger on that Zelda pretty soon too. I think she looks yeah, that dope. looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a couple of those, but I've just spent too much on the console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so if you do that, you get the fish, you get the meat, and then you get the chili. You make a recipe, and you go see the the old guy near the hut, which is, mm-hmm. like, on the left side, I guess, if you're well, on the west side um, okay. of the kind of plateau. Uh, you give it to him, and he gives you his warm coat. Oh, cool. Are you uh, sure so you guys you aren't just... playing Stardew Valley right now? This sounds very <laughs> suspiciously like Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the the pigs were real hard to kill though. They, you go run through the forest, and they just keep running away, and they actually they despawn. Like if they run too far, they despawn, which is uh, right. exciting. Um, so trying to, I actually, I had the fish, I had the chili, and I couldn't get the meat. Um, you haven't uh, stumbled upon any deer or anything like that. Uh, down in the in the the Hyrule Plains, I ah uh, right, yeah, and some goats and some yeah. The one thing I really liked was um, I found a couple of birds and uh, using the bow and arrow to kill a few of the birds, they just like puff into a, a big puff of smoke and there's just a couple of raw drumsticks that are on, left on the ground, yeah. Which, yeah. which I thought was fantastic. I, I, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I've caught myself some grasshoppers and I've caught some uh, fireflies. Um, oh, yeah. Um, have have any of you guys things- like found a princess, swung a sword, <laughs> found a heart piece? <laughs> You know I'm what I'm trying, saying? I'm is, is there a boss? Have you found a boomerang? <laughs> Come on, you're yes, I've got a boomerang. Yeah. I've got a boomerang. <laughs> I've got a boomerang. I've got a heart piece. Um, and I've upgraded my stamina as well. Uh, and I've found a great fairy as well. Oh, nice. Okay. I yeah. haven't. I haven't actually got a heart piece. Um, yet. Right. At all. Um, um, and I chose at the end of the two the tutorial plateau area, yeah. Jeremy. They give you the option to choose stamina or, or heart as your upgrade. So there's now stamina in this Zelda, which is not like the older Zeldas. There was stamina in Skyward Sword. There was, a- well. and yeah, it yeah. sucked. Yeah, it sucked, and it, and it kind of sucks at the start of this one as well. Um, it- just because you want to, you've got these massive fields, and you want to run. Uh, and his stamina just gets used up so quickly. So I can definitely see myself upgrading his stamina. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's like people have said, you can die quickly. I got down to the bottom of the plateau and I came across a giant 
enemy and he killed me one hit. Um, oh, wow. So, they, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. It's, um, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, would you, would you, the, the, would you give it the high scores that they've, um, that, that everyone else seems to be giving it or have you, do you reckon you just haven't seen enough of it? Well, it's, it's kind of, I find the scoring, scoring harder. Cause like you get a game that's like, it's, it's this the problem with having a, like, like a, a cap on a score, I guess. Sure. Like, I know there has to be, but the fact is, is you get a good game, but then if you like a game more, then shouldn't mm. that be a better score? Because mm. uh, I would rate this very highly, mm. but at the same time, I, I, I re- like, I really, really like Neo. And so I would give Neo the same or higher score. But right. Not everyone's going to agree with that. And that's why, I don't know, these, these numbering systems are subjective. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. There's, there's, there's lots of running around. Um, and it's, but it is fun. Like, I've caught myself a, a horse now. And so hopefully that will make things quicker to run around. Mm. Um, I do, so, like, yeah, I, I, I can see without, why people are giving it such a high score. Sorry, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Vader. Um, without getting to too much spoilery details, like, does it give you like if I wanted if I'm the person that doesn't want to go around and find like caterpillars and fish with bows or spears or anything like if I want to like mainline that that sweet sweet Zelda story can I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you, you always know where to go to continue the story. Okay. Um, and it's, it's I guess they just it's kind of like that Fallout kind of thing where you know where to go, but you are going to get distracted on your way there. Um. Which is, I mean, that's what open world games try and do. They try and say, all you need to do is go over there and do it really quick. We need, it's important. You need to do it. And then on your way there, you find yourself like picking up bugs and hunting stuff, which kind of kills that urgency that the story is trying to push you through. Mm. But you'll always yeah. know where you got to go. There's always a little marker on your map that tells you exactly where you got to go. Okay. So if I, if I want to ignore all the side stuff and it doesn't sound like I want to, like, it sounds like the entire internet wants to do all of this crazy, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, emergent gaming kind of stuff that they've built in this open world. It's, uh, <clears throat> it sounds like that's pretty fun, but you can just kind of bypass that and go into the story. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, and I'm sure you've already heard this as well. You can also go directly to the final fight if you wanted to. Yeah. I, I did read like a couple of tweets about that. I thought that was really, really bizarre, but like, okay, yeah. sure. Like I get that that's, it just seems so antithetical to what Zelda is as a, as yeah. a game franchise. But again, like people have been saying it, Zelda has been stale for since, you know, Wind Waker. So mm. probably time. This, yeah, this is hugely switched up. If you're a big Zelda fan, like to, to me, I, I miss the old style already. And I don't know. I hope I'm hopefully going to see a bit more of the old style coming through, but with the limited amount that I've played, I'm still kind of, like I said, I'm hoping for more dungeons and bosses because I haven't seen any in you know, five or so hours. So it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it, the other thing you mentioned, the boomerang, Jeremy, um, I don't hope this is another spoiler for you, but it's not actually a, a gadget or an accessory. It's just another weapon that breaks the same as other things. Mm. That you have um, to catch manually. That's cool, though. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. <clears throat> So you throw it, and then you've got to wait to come back and wait for that prompt to quickly flash so you can catch. That was interesting. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, Jeremy. You can actually throw any melee weapon you have. You can just, like, hoof your hammer at the enemy. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a really fun story going around with um, 
I cannot remember the person who tweeted it. I think it was Austin Walker uh, talking about how he had uh, thrown like he had he had his weapons had broken in the middle of like this kind of big fight, and he had picked up like this flaming hammer from after he had some another enemy had um, dropped it or flaming mm-hmm. something, flaming club or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like he accidentally threw it at the guy, and the and the the other uh, I don't know what you call enemies in Zelda. I have no idea, but like the dude caught it in midair and like pointed at him, like that's mine, bitch. <laughs> and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> Which I thought was, you know, really, really good. So. That's awesome. So I wonder if you can catch any thrown weapon then, uh, other than just, like if someone, in that same way that the enemy caught the weapon. I wonder if Link can do the same if uh, someone it, throws them. Most likely. Um, yeah. The, 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 it's really simple, but it is, like, it really does feel like a sandbox world. Yeah. Because it just seems like you can interact with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can walk up to a fire and, put, like, lean forward with your bow out, like, lean into it. And it will like light the torch, the light the end of the the arrow. And so now you got a flame arrow that you can shoot it to flat it to like explode. I barrels. had no idea you could do that. That's awesome. There's just little things like that. Like mm. even you got your classic Zelda spin attack, <laughs> <laughs> and you you can go into grass and you can cut the grass, which is a very Zelda thing to do. But if you have a hammer or a club and you do a spin attack, the grass just goes whoosh. Whereas yeah, sword, I. Cut and I really I managed, like just little touches like that. I did that with some grass in some area, and it ended up uh, throwing up a little, like a little bit of wheat that I could pick up and take with me. So I don't oh, know cool. if you have to do if that's only in certain areas or what, but that was certain that was kind of cool. Grass, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also you can set the grass on fire. So if you want the whole world of Hyrule to burn, you can. <laughs> you just burn the place down, um, which is kind of cool uh, that you can do that. Um, yeah, it's 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 very it's interesting how much they've like focused on the detail. It's a very simple aesthetic looking game. Mm. Like it all looks like a painting, uh, and it's not like high res, like fancy pants game like we're used used to. Like it's nothing like Horizon Zero Dawn in that way. Mm. But just the detail in the world is and what you can do is is pretty impressive. Mm. Um, that, that's the other thing, Jeremy. Like playing as Link and being able to swing a claymore around is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, back, like, back, all the way back to Wind Waker, they were letting Wink, Wink, wow. <clears throat> they were letting Link, not Wink, <laughs> uh, use, like, bigger weapons and pick up weapons, like the bigger swords and stuff from the from the enemies as, you, as they would drop them. So that doesn't surprise me as much as, um, like, some of this other stuff. Like, you can just walk to the end boss. That seems really bizarre. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, very different. Yeah, and the other challenge that people are picking up on now is there's a boulder near the start, uh, sort of where you emerge from the cave. You can push that boulder all the way to the uh, final boss if you wanted to. So there's kind of like challenges of who can push fastest or who, how can you like take that companion through the game with you? Just a massive boulder. <laughs> you have too much time on their hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let's get um, into some other games the, besides besides Zelda. Okay. Um, I I play. I only downloaded the demo of Snipper Clips. This is the one that uh, Brian Wade really wanted to talk about. <clears throat> well, I only can talk briefly about it because I only played the demo. Uh, it's 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 really cute. It's very um very Nintendo. Has a lot of charm. Uh, and it's just a fun cold like puzzle kind of game. And. Very simple mechanics, but they they seem to work quite well to kind of it's a weird physics puzzle game. Like there's things that move, um, shapes, the geometry, whatnot, uh, and 
then Odin gets really excited, realizes he can cut my character by running over, pushing the button, and so he just <laughs> keeps cutting me up. <laughs> it's a little paper paper pieces, uh, but it's yeah, it's I don't know what else to say about it. It's very cute. Um, How did what, the demo do it selling you on the game? Um, it's pretty good, and it's it's nice that it's not like a, a high end price game. It's it's quite cheap. Mm. It's only thirty dollars, uh, which is appealing. Yeah, I think I think it's something that I would like to pick up. Um, okay. What other what other what other games did you get? <laughs> did you just buy Zelda? Uh, I've got One Two Switch coming. Oh, okay. So yeah, I just haven't got that one. I was kind of curious about One Two Switch to see if it held up, and because I'm sure that's going to be like a blast with you and Odin. Yeah, it's that's going to be fun. Um, it should be here in the next few days. I ordered it from overseas because, as you saw on my Twitter this week, Jeremy, we get ordering overseas is very much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. Sorry. I don't know. I don't yeah. know why I'm apologizing. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, was it? Um, yeah, I think I posted Stardew Valley is getting a physical release uh, with a full of PS4, and yeah. here it's seventy dollars. Mm. Uh, I can buy it off Steam for fifteen. I can buy it for PSN for twenty three, but the local stores are selling it for seventy. I can get it online for thirty thirty two. From a, uh, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got, um, so it's coming. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think I will get, um, Stipper clip, but I'll wait for my, my wallet to replenish after <laughs> my big spend this week. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really it for me. What about you, Reagan? What else did you pick uh, up with the switch? Yeah. The, um, I grabbed fast RMX as well, just cause I wanted a, I wanted something that would demo the HD rumble. And I heard that the previous fast, fast Neo racing, I think it was on Wii U was meant to be really good. Um, and that's, it's basically just a, a F0 crossed with wipeout style arcade racer. Um, and uh, with all of the racing games have kind of gone all open world as well. So I've just been waiting for a good arcade style, something that's got a bit of speed and something that you can just ballast into different tracks pretty quickly. And that, that delivers exactly what I wanted as well. So, uh, really fast sort of menu system with like no frills, um, select a track, select a car and all. Um, but it's got, um, I don't know if you guys know much about the series, but, but it's got like a, a fees system, kind of like um, Ikaruga, where if there are uh, yellow boosts on the ground, you've got to switch to the yellow phase of your ship, and then oh, you can neat. get a boost. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like yellow and blue um, boosts all over the place, and you've got to make sure that you're on the right sort of phase for the different boost to, to really um, get ahead uh, and win the race. Um, and then there's little um, pickups that you can pick up along the way which are just um, boosts that you can activate yourself. So they're multicolored and depend on what phase you're in as well. So it's um, it's kind of a nice twist on, on just uh, something that's kind of been done to death over the last few decades. But um, I'm enjoying it 60 frames a second, which is nice. Uh, supposedly it holds up 60 frames when it's a uh, four-player split screen, but I haven't managed to test that yet. But I'm um, looking forward to. But yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Every console launch needs a racing game. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since Sony have released Wipeout. I thought there would have been one for um, PS4, but I don't think there has been. Didn't they? They announced some at E3 this year. They announced like a new Wipeout. Like, I think it's just all the old Wipeouts all in one bundle. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, and other than that, um, Bomberman as well, which is something that was, um, I don't know. Like again, it's way overpriced. It's like uh, eighty New Zealand dollars, I think, for Bomberman, which is. Like it's got a story mode, um, which has a really awesome sort of Saturday morning cartoon feel to it, but 
um, it's effectively just Bomberman instead of blowing up the single players, instead of blowing up other human players, you're just blowing up like enemies or trying to get to the end goal. Um, I don't know that game's all about multiplayer, so hopefully I'll get a good blast of that throughout the next week or two. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm interested in Bomberman, just kind of almost academically at this point. Like I, I've played a few Bombermans or Bomberman, Bombers Man, Bomber, <laughs> Bomberman. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and I'd, I'd be kind of curious how that plays on on the Switch. So, yeah, I mean the the um, I had a quick blast of the um, the multiplayer online, and it seems to be pretty much just like the classic um style. Um, the single player has kind of a, a weird camera angle, but the multiplayer is exactly how you'd remember the classics. Classic Bomberman. Yeah, yeah. So, which is cool. That's what I've been waiting for. It's been a while since there's been a good Bomberman game. What um, the question I have for both of you is like looking at towards the looking at the calendar for 2017 and seeing like the games that are gonna that have been announced for the Switch. What, what are you guys looking forward to the most? Reagan, you go first since you're the guest. Um. Uh, I'm really torn because obviously Mario Kart is going to be amazing with the sort of the local side of things. Um, being able to take that, uh, there's a few of us that meet up uh, maybe once a month um, and play Mario Kart Seven on the 3DS, and we do that sort of just around uh, a couple of tables. Um, it'll be nice to be able to actually have like console quality graphics. But my issue is that I've already purchased it and all the DLC on the Wii U, so it's going to be a really yeah. it's going to be a hard sell. Um. Yeah, that's going to be a really hard sell. But I think uh, most of the ones that I'm excited about are all the uh, in, uh, the indie games that Nintendo showed off earlier this week. There was some they farming like, game that looked pretty <clears throat> neat. You kind of pixelated yeah, yeah. characters. That's I don't know, the, I don't know if you know uh, anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll definitely be picking that one up for sure. So it's mainly the independent games, which is, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really good um, console for indie games. I do too. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it's going to be kind of a, I guess depending on how easy it is to develop for, right? How easy it is mm. to port stuff over. So I'd, I'd, be, I'd be very curious, especially because there's really no good handheld right now. I'm, I sort of despise the 3DS anytime I have to use it. And um, I've never had a Vita. And I know people love, love, love the Vita, but it seems like yeah. Sony has no interest in maintaining yeah. any kind of regular games for the Vita. So um, I don't know. Like this being kind of a handheld thing is going to be neat to watch over the next mm. year or so. What's the other one? Um, Overcooked, I think, looks really good. Like it's just like looks like a fast-paced um, cooking, competitive cooking game, which yeah, sounds just, ridiculous, but it sounds awesome. Like it looks fantastic. Charles yeah, played it a little it. bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing it on the on the PS4. It's a lot of fun, and it would sit nicely with the Switch. Yeah. Um, and you'd probably buy a two-player with um with the two Joy Cons on the on mm. on the handheld remotely as well. Like it'd still be fine because it's not split screen you're on the same screen yeah yeah um and it, it would work because the actual cool thing about over overcooked on the normal normal uh, console controllers is that you can play four player with two controllers oh that's cool so you take you take uh, half the controller each yeah yeah because <laughs> um, it that's is very cool. simple very simply controlled um and so yeah so the amount of play it with the joy cons will be no 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 trouble with that at all mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit dangerous that I'm really mainly looking forward to indie games. Um, but I'm sure, like, <laughs> I, I'm sure, like, Nintendo's going to be showing off some pretty good stuff at E3. Well, I'm hoping. I'm putting my trust in them that E3 is going to be huge for them. I'm is hoping it, there'll be a new Metroid game being shown off soon. Neither of you are, like, in, interested, or did, neither of you brought up the. Uh, or I guess Vader, I didn't give you time to answer the question, but neither of you they, brought up the uh, Mario game. 
Um, yes, I'm, I'm, that's Murray definitely on my list. Um, and I was thinking about that yesterday. And it's kind of people will say, oh, you need a good launch. You know, if they had Mario now as well, it would have done even better. But at the same time, the, not everyone can afford to buy two, three full yeah. release games at launch. So I think it's kind of smart staggering some of the bigger ones because Zelda's going to take enough people's time. And then more people, then everyone's done with Zelda, they'll have the money to and mm. what and the desire to buy Splatoon and then Mario. Um, I think because I didn't play the Wii U, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of keen to get Splatoon and Mario Kart because uh, I yeah I've missed I've only played Mario Kart with you Regan <laughs> so mm, time yeah, I played Mario yeah. Kart eight um, the last one I really played and got into was the Wii version um, so yeah so those are purchases for me uh, Dark Souls um, trilogy when they release it <laughs> sure yeah I, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it yeah. <laughs> um, I know, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of keen. Uh, Stardew Valley is one that I'll be looking forward to. Um, the Mario, I'm super excited to play the Mario. Uh, I never, I, yeah, I've only played 2D Marios, really. I've never played the 64, oh, wow. so They're, I'll be keen. Here, here's, a, here's a secret, Vader. All of the 3D Marios are trash. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people seem to like the 64. That is controversial. That trash. is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a huge fan of the 2D Mario games that have kind of like right. that 3D look. Like New Super Mario Brothers is about my limit. Like otherwise, it just needs to be a 2D game. Sorry, yeah. this is how I feel. Wow. Come at me, Internet. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Vader Van Oden. <laughs> um, now everyone's going to have to Photoshop you as Mario. That's fine. Yeah, that's, Do it. That's yeah, absolutely. It. Win a contest. <laughs> you, can buy, you can get a book. <laughs> Um, um, I'd be curious, uh, like when we talk about all these indie games and stuff, like I would be curious, have they really talked about pricing on any of that stuff? Are we talking like 10 or $15? Are we talking $20 or I'm just, not that it really matters per game. Like you can't really make a determination on that. I'm just kind of curious mm. what their, what their digital store. <laughs> and also you can put an SD card in, in the switch, right? So like, I don't, That's I'm right. not limited to my 32 gigs. I can expand that no. to, um, like 128 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I think. Room. I think they mentioned that it can support up to one terabyte SD cards that do not exist yet. So oh, two, yeah, there's two the, terabytes. The, the UD, two terabyte. UD, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Did you guys yeah, see so me that's... trolling Cliff today on Twitter? No. Because no. <laughs> uh, Allison, friend of the show, Allison, made a joke that the Switch only comes with 10 kilobytes inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> and Cliff said, I thought it came with 32 gigs. I said, no, no, no. It was announced today. It was only 10 kilobytes. I don't even know where they found those hard drives. He's like, well, that, that's a damn shame. And I'm like, I know. It's really sad. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. <laughs> Sometimes the jokes um, are too easy. Right. Cliff, Cliff is uh, one of the other hosts of the show. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, um, sorry, Reagan. I'm, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, you can expand it easily. The the games seem to be quite small um, in size yeah. so far that I've seen on the online store. They seem to be compressing quite well. Uh, so far, the pricing seems a bit to be a bit. Oh, what's on there now? You've got like the big hitters, which are you know Zelda is a hundred, and you got Bomberman at eighty. Uh, I am set sooner is sixty three. And then you've got jumps down to uh, Snipper Clips, which is 33. And then um, that RMX racer that you were talking about, Regan's like 29.50. Yes, it seems to be all over the place. It doesn't seem to be like a yeah. set price for okay. Interesting. specific games. But I don't know if it's going to be something that the developers or the publishers um, set or if Nintendo sets it. Or, um, But you can guarantee that they're all going to be more expensive than if you were going to buy them on Steam. Um, 
or probably even the, the PlayStation Store. It just seems to be the way that if it's on a Nintendo console, it's going to be a bit more expensive. So yeah. there's a, um, I think Shovel Knight is there. There's like, um, it's like, a, is it eleven ninety five or fifteen ninety five for the, for the um, single story, like the latest uh, yeah, chapter of Shovel Knight. Yeah, and then so there's like the full package, which is like forty five, I think forty four, forty four, yeah. and seventeen fifty is for the the new prequel. Yeah, and we're just confusing every non New Zealander here by using New Zealand prices. Just like um, half it, and it's kind of American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, anything so, else? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mix to answer your question, mm. Jeremy. It, yeah, it yeah, looks it like they will like have some cheaper. There were even some like uh, fighting games, like or, like retro fighting games that were coming at like eleven dollars. So yeah, they've got cheap. like three or four Neo Geo titles on there, which I wasn't expecting. What? So it's got like Metal Gear, no Metal Slug Three, I think, is one of them. Yeah, oh. which, is cool, which, which would be yeah. amazing if it's, uh, which I assume just uses a week on each to do multiplayer. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be fun. Mm. And I think they're uh, like eight dollars ninety or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're not they're not expensive. They're quite cheap. So there, there is hope for the indie indie scene to kind of get some mm. good um, cheaper games in there um, for just you know filling up for when you're on the go. Mm. Oh, I had no idea there was a Skylanders game for this thing. Hmm. Yeah, I think Skylanders I'm getting on everything. Yeah, I think I'm I'm picking that up sometime in the next week. I think I do I do reviews for a New Zealand website, so I'm, I'm being sent that later this week to to review. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, um. Unless you guys have anything else to add, that'll probably be a pretty good segue into our credit section. Vader, Reagan, are you guys ready to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Reagan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, you're welcome. It's uh, it's been good. Uh, not enough talking about Dark Souls, but hopefully next time I'll uh, get, <laughs> I'll have put a bit more time in over the next week or two. Well, the, ne- the next time you're on, believe me, I, I have a whole series of questions that I can go through. Oh, fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm very practiced at talking to people about Dark Souls. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on the internet if they choose to do so? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm on Twitter as um, at the Reagan Morris uh, because there's a bunch of different Reagan Morrises, it seems. And they all seem to be American girls or women. Oh, strange. Um, uh, R-A-Y-G-A-N? R-E-A-G-A-N? R-E-A-G-A-N. Like the old president. And Or they can follow any of my writing on nzgamer.com. Spell that one for me too. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. In uh, NZ, so like for New Zealand. Oh, so you're like oh um, NZ NZ gaming. Okay, so I was I was yeah. Okay, NZ gaming dot com. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, ga- gamer gamer. gamer. Oh my lord, this yeah. is so hard. I'm so it's sorry. Accent, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just butchering this. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> um. Well, thank you again for for coming on. This was a blast, and you're you know always always welcome around. Okay, great. No matter what Vader says behind your back. <laughs> Vader, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm Vader Van Oden. VaderVanOden dot com. There you go. I have a website now. <laughs> VaderVanOden.com Cool. Don't you laugh. can find. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. This podcast is on Twitter at Dark Insight Pod. You can also go to darkinsight.net and find links to all of the older episodes. Links to all of our host social media profiles, all of our guest social media profiles, and just a whole lot of other stuff on darkinsight.net. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We mentioned it kind of in the middle of the show, but uh, we really, really appreciate everyone coming out in force over the last month and like really apparently spreading word of the podcast. We were really, really jazzed about it. Um, if you have any comments or any thoughts about the podcast, the best way to get those to us is to um, tweet at us at Dark Insight Pod. You can DM us. We have open DMs over there. And um, if it's something that we need to talk about on the show, we will do so. And I think that's it. Thank you again, Vader and Reagan. We very much appreciate both of you. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs>